If Sympathy for the Devil were a movie, this would be that movie. This week on King Me, buy now, pay later. We're talking about needful things. King, King me. me! Oh, yes! I need more juice in the cans! <laughs> Hello! Welcome <laughs> welcome to King Me, the official program of Kinging Me. It's a The unofficial Stephen King movie podcast. Right, that's important. We should clarify right. that that part is very unofficial. Yeah. Uh, I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And uh, you, you heard me, right? We're talking about the 1993's Needful Things, uh, the prequel to the popular Netflix series Stranger Things. <laughs> same That's universe, right. same continuity. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it almost could be. Yeah. Um, before we get into that, though, I do just want to. Uh, I want to remind everyone to rate and review us on iTunes. That's right. Uh, really helps us out. Helps people find the show. Uh, we actually have a couple new reviews. We'll. I should mention we'll read them on the air if they're written as Stephen King. Right. Uh, so, first up, we got <clears throat> this one. Five stars. Uh, acclaimed author Steve O. King here to report that these good boys have made a good podcast. I love to tune in when I take a break from writing my daily novel to take my morning dump. Five out of five would Tommy knock again. Thanks, Stephen. <laughs> and this is the uh, this one's called or titled The Best Official Podcast of Kinging Me, uh, written by a spooky monster. I, Stephen King, have never actually watched any of the movies discussed, but still look forward to hearing Dan and Rob break them down. Their chemistry ooh, makes the show fun, funny, and smart. Hey. Hey. Uh, we're like the love boat. Uh, would absolutely... <laughs> That's what that show's about, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> would absolutely recommend to any fans of comedy, horror, or kinging me. I am Stephen King. I like this podcast. Nice. Thanks, guys. So, uh, one other bit of business oh, before we, we move forward. Mm -hmm. Um, we did start a Patreon last week. That's and right. We, we do have some, uh, donors. Uh, one in particular donated at the rate of $17 a month. Oh, they're going to, which is a lot of be pressure. ruined in no time. <laughs> Who has that kind of money? Um, Richard Bachman. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Bachman. So thank ah. you, Richard Bachman. <laughs> and that laugh you hear is the voice of our guest this week. Ah, he's, he's a wonderful also Richard Bachman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please give it up for, uh, oh no, another alter ego sprung to life from a Stephen King. Sorry. <laughs> this is too much. No, to, he's be fair, to be fair, the name Brock Wilbur does sound like a fake Stephen King author name. You could be Wilbur Brockman. That's a stretch, huh? <laughs> You're right. It made me walk a little further. And that's, uh... It's. I think it's good to stretch up top, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, please welcome to the show uh, stand-up comedian Brock Wilbur. Hey. Hey, good. hey Brock. <laughs> um, uh, so you... you picked this movie you wanted to talk about needful things oh god yes why <laughs> uh i need, needful things was one of those growing up that like uh i think it might have been one of the first rated r movies i ever saw uh and it and that was like based on the fact that like it is it is one of those movies that the trailer is actually better than the movie yes. like the, in the hall of the mountain king trailer is so like they they cut it together and in about two minutes they have all of the great lines in the movie in a much funnier context than they actually are. <laughs> like like if the if 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 why can't we make the move 
the 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 black box from the airplane into the movie uh, with the trailer from the uh, and and it it also holds a particular place in my heart because I was that that kid that like read all of the Stephen King books in like grade school like fifth grade sixth right. grade instead of doing my homework and I had a teacher sixth grade that like made me stay after school one day and was like uh, I realized that that like none of the other like things that are meant to inspire you to do work in this classroom were ever going to work. <laughs> and he opened up his desk and he had a first edition hardcover copy of needful things. Oh which was one of the few Stephen King books that my dad knew just enough about, like if they was about the devil. So he wouldn't let me read it. Wow. Uh, and, and my sixth grade teacher was like, if you just do your work this month and don't make my life harder at the end of the month, I will give you. The- so we had like a, a needful things arrangement. For Holy shit. Yeah, I was, I was about to say yeah, this, things. Did you check his nails? How were they? <laughs> they weren't great. No, he, he's very Max von Sydow. Yeah. You uh, might, you might've wow. gotten set. You might've gotten von Sydow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would, uh, if, if only that could exist in, in the popular culture. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love it because it's, it, the like the the book is so funny and the ideas are there and then so much of this movie is just sort of delivered in like a weird vacuum which i i think maybe it's it is set up for you by the trailer to expect like this is going to be like it, this is maybe one of those things that they hit on in Stephen King later with stuff like thinner where they have finally realized how to do like Stephen King is dark comedy right yes and, yeah. and like when yep. they put this together as a trailer they did it better than they did in the movie. And like, I, and, and it's such a weird thing because my memory of the movie is so much better than the movie is. So like, I'll, I'll like make a, a girlfriend sit down now and be like, you got to watch, this is like the best Stephen King. And we're always like 30 <laughs> minutes in or so. And I'm like, I am sorry. I did. I, 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 I remember this differently. Uh, this, this is taking way too long. I don't know why we skinned a dog. Yeah. You're like, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Let's just skip ahead. And then you get, and then you, just jump ahead to a guy screaming at toy horses. Right. Like, I'm sorry. I'm so no, sorry. That, yeah. To be fair, that, that part is great. That uh, is. <laughs> and, and it, it also has, like, I think it's my, it's, it's my first memory of like watching a movie after reading a book as a kid and being like, why did we have to change this in the adaptation? And it's the, with the baseball card. Cause in the book, it's Sandy Koufax, I believe. Oh, that the kid gets the baseball. And, yeah. and then in this, it's, uh, who is Mickey it? Mantle? Yeah, it's Mickey Mantle. Yeah, right? And you're just like, oh, we couldn't let the Jew baseball player have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> the de- I guess, I don't know. Well, no, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say something off color. Um, see, see, that's the that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it it's because like, it was Max von Sydow. He's German. I was going like, to say, yeah, like, yeah. Do oh, they, yeah. And he was yeah. just so, like, so, so no we're way. all on the same page there, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Not happening in my on my movie. <laughs> he, he was like, I'll do the movie for three for free. We just can't let the Sandy Kofax baseball card be in it. <laughs> ah, yeah. this is a good tangent right off the bat. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna. Yeah, we. We want to walk the like really toe the line right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the baseline to set. So yeah, we've mentioned Max, Max von Sydow is he plays Leland Gaunt, aka the sympathy for the devil, devil. Uh, <laughs> Ed Harris, he's our he's our protag. Uh huh. That's short for protagonist. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and Amanda Plummer, thank Inside God. Lingo. I haven't seen Amanda Plummer like. 
in, I'm, I'm not I'm saying that as though this movie just came out. Yeah. What I mean is I haven't watched a movie from the 90s in a really long time, I right. guess. Yeah, you haven't seen Pulp Fiction in a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, she does one thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good at it, though. Oh, and Bonnie Bedelia doesn't? Like, oh, Bonnie, yeah, <laughs> Die Hard's wife again. Uh, back she, at it. She's a she's a real mainstay of this show. We should get <laughs> her on. And the mayor, like? JT Walsh, speaking of people that do one thing. Yeah, everyone, everyone is kind of like everyone seems like a very They're specific their notes. character yeah, actor yeah, yeah. in this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a symphony. Everybody, just play your instrument, please. <laughs> <laughs> Except all these character actors are oboes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a warm lush sound. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a bit much at a point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like it's such a it's a monkey's paw thing, except no one gets monkey pawed. Well, that that is one of the things with this <laughs> is I know Stephen King did get a little bit of shit because it is similar to um, something wicked this way comes. Uh huh. Um, the Ray Bradbury book, which is it, it's like the circus comes to town. Or this carnival, and the guy that's running it basically pulls the same shit. Where he's like, "Here, I'll give you this," it, it, but it's monkey paw stuff, right? It's, it's like the gift is it has an ironic right. curse attached to yeah. it. Yeah, I'll make you beautiful, but I'll also make you blind, right? But but it also can't just be that simple. Like this one also has to have, and you're going to pull a prank on a neighbor, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and it's like, well, why couldn't it? Why couldn't the monkey's paw thing just include? that neighbory element that it was bad for people. No, it's a two part thing here. And, and then like he, he gives this boy a baseball card uh, and manages to get him to do like nine different pranks. Oh right. my God. Yeah. On yeah. top of that, I was just like, well, this is not, this is also not even the arrangement. Right. So and it's a also part arrangement that you've tripled down on three times now. <laughs> also his, like his only leverage is the object and they're all tchotchkes. Right, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, the, like one, one is the horse toy. One is like just a little porcelain doll. Yeah, it's like a little figurine you could get at Hallmark. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay, but but then that one gets into the thing. It's like it, it, that's when it starts to toe that line that what is the magical element here? Like, and and this is it, it's it's one of the worst like book to screen transitions. Is like that thing is supposed to make her feel like she has a child that's alive. Right, and they do that but the way it's shown on screen. It's just a dumb idiot tchotchke. Yeah. Like, well, no, the, I'll, I'll, the, buy, I'll buy that for you and your dog lives. Like, I don't know why we have to do this. <laughs> well, the visual language of the magic is just a little lightning bolt. That's <laughs> it. It's really, it, it's not powerful. You don't like get a sense of anything or it, it's not even clear what it is because uh, when the kid touches the Mickey Mantle baseball card, he goes, it's an iMovie filter. Yeah. <laughs> he gets, he goes back in time to black and whites. <laughs> right. Uh, then the, but then Amanda Plummer, she goes back to um, this horrible moment in her life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I had not thought of this before. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, the, the logic. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a tough sell. It's like, oh, this here's, reminds you of your a, husband abusing you. Here's a magical you? element that will bring you back to a moment of domestic violence. Yeah, right. <laughs> Every time you touch it, like, well, I have moments. I have, I have toys like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen his light and I love his dark. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. So, okay, you said Max von Sydow. He plays uh, Leland Gaunt. We also have Ed Harris um, playing the sheriff. Bonnie Bedelia, man. Pl- playing Ed Harris. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's playing Everyone Ed Harris. Everyone are all around. Oh, to a T. It's he's very actually, believable. But he's actually, he's playing the same sheriff 
that uh, Michael Rooker was playing in the dark half. Is it the same same character? character? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, right. This is a Castle Rock joint. It's a Castle Rock. This is the last Castle Rock. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Right. Bonnie Bedelia from Die Hard and Salem's Lot. Mm -hmm. Um, So we got some alums. We got Amanda Plummer, J.C. Walsh. uh, Who else? Duncan Fraser plays the the town drunk. That's fantastic. Oh, boy. (laughs) Those are our main players. Yeah, they're they're the ones committing crimes against yeah. each other. They're skinning dogs. They're wearing varsity jackets. Yeah. The whole nine. The whole nine. <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically, Max von Sydow moves to town and opens an antique shop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's the... Do you know how much paperwork you have to do to open a business? Well, I mean... I guess he's not in Maine. Not, yeah, yeah, I guess I guess not in Maine, and I guess not if you're the devil. People <laughs> people just trust you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> he's a charming old German devil. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he open he opens this antique shop. Uh right, selling trinkets and knickknacks, and like you say. Oh no, also the holy grail at one point. Oh, really? Do you remember when the, the Catholic <laughs> priest looks in the window and sees the holy grail? Uh, <laughs> that one I get. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one I get. Maybe not so much the right. tchotchkes, but okay. Yeah, that one's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got it right in the window. You think it would have sold immediately, right? <laughs> it belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay. Then right, like the kid, he comes in. He wants the Mickey Mantle card, and immediately he's like, "Well, how much? Well, it'd be like eight hundred dollars." But what he got on you? And he's got less than a dollar in change on him. Mm. He's like, well, this is a start. How about you do this and also why don't you throw some shit on some sheets for me? <laughs> yeah, okay. I was going to do that anyway. Huh. Yeah. yeah, and he's a scamp. Yeah. This kid. Yeah. So he's he, a bike riding. He, yeah. Yeah. His mom is like, I don't know if you, you, I don't think she has any lines, but she's around. She's the one like, she, I think she's wearing like a leopard print jacket and she's got like Elvis sunglasses on yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So she's I, maybe a prostitute? I, I don't know what they were trying to that, that's get across like, there. That but. would be such a funny open secret to include in this. That she's, <laughs> like, Because there are only how many people in Castle Rock? Like 10. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't have to call her a, a prostitute. She's just a single mother. That's how regressive <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's only 93. So yeah. yeah. We're not there. <laughs> right. It was, a, it was a different time. Right. So that. For Stephen King. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that ball's in motion. Right. He's throwing shit on the sheets of this crazy lady. Yeah, Wilma Jerzyk. Yeah, she's a turkey farmer. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) She she seems like a strong woman. Yeah, yeah. Like physically imposing. Yeah, and and because she's a strong woman, they have to make her completely unhinged. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She is a goddamn lunatic. (laughs) Right. Uh, who she hates Amanda Plummer's dog. Right. Hates the dog. And for any reason, I think it like, did it do anything? No, she just doesn't like the barking. Okay. I think. Okay. In passing, because they don't live near each other. Right. She lives on a farm. Right. In in farmland. Like, the dog didn't get on the farm and kill a bunch of turkeys that or w- anything hey, like that. That would be that something. That would be a reason, huh? Oh, God, I wish we were allowed to talk about the books on this show, because we could compare... Brock's experience reading well, the first edition. That's just too bad, isn't oh, it? It's a real bummer. <laughs> it is. It's a real shame. <laughs> uh, but okay, so I can't wait <clears> to <throat> if like the goal. If the goal of this show is to get Stephen King on this podcast, yeah, it would be so good to have him and then make him talk about movies he hasn't seen of his own. 
<laughs> what do you mean you haven't seen Return to Salem's Lot? That's our favorite, Stephen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that would be a good, that would be a good time to get him on and just be like, just talk about the one movie he hasn't seen. Yeah, just go and explain get, get it him to him. Get him on now to promote Cell. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know he has to love Cell. Uh, honestly, it would like. I think I have not heard peep about cell since the trailer came out. I feel like they're just that it's bad. Right. I think, is it? I think that's the main, like any review that I've read is that it's like uh, 40%. (laughs) Oh, that's gotta hurt. (laughs) You gave 40%. It's not even bad enough for cult following. It's just bad. Yeah. Have you, have you checked out the, uh, the rotten tomatoes on today's film? No, 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 we just go by the IMDb user score because it's more subjective and fun. <laughs> but <laughs> IMDb user score on this is pretty good. Tomato meter is down at 26%. Oh, uh, the, the the bad reviews, there are no quotes available for any of them except for like two. And one of them is uh, the quote is overlong overproduced Stephen King byproduct. Forget it along with Firestarter, In the Mouth of Madness, Maximum Overdrive, and all others, which there are so many things wrong with that. Yeah, well, that is... In a, the Mouth of Madness is great. In the Mouth of Madness <laughs> is great. I like Firestarter. Firestarter is pretty good, too. Yeah, there's... There, I, oh, it, right. has, it has some... Maximum Overdrive isn't is oh, one of my Also favorites. overproduced? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what the fuck? This is purely character-driven. This is like a $9 million 1993 movie. Right, yeah. yeah. About. <laughs> all these, this big budget uh, action. All these whistles and bells yeah. and <laughs> fake dead dogs. <laughs> no, this is deeply flawed. Yeah. I, and I, I don't much, I don't much care for the tomato meter. Although it seems to be more subjective than IMDb, <laughs> or just at least cockamamie. <laughs> None of this tracks. Um, so okay, so we got Ed Harris, the sheriff, and he's um, he. I guess he goes into Bonnie Bedelia's diner like every day, mm. and they've been seeing each other. Yeah, and he's got and he, he's got a ring. Yeah, maybe. he's proposing to her in like the first scene. He. She what she, she says, ring me, baby. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a reference to this show. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Many years later. Yeah. Um, so, yes, they're they're doing their thing. Uh, Amanda Plummer makes pies. She makes apple pie. And that's her. That's her deal. Yeah. That's her deal. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus. I got to go. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I got to take a nap or something. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then okay, and then we also have um, Deputy Norris, who we're introduced to. He's talking to himself in the mirror, just sort of like being a tough guy. But he's sort of like he's a little wormy kind of guy. He is. And then JT Walsh comes in and grabs him by the ears and starts like wringing his head around. Yeah, and and starts screaming at him while he's chomping on a cigar about how he got a ticket and how. you know, he what what the fuck is this, Norris? Like he's assaulting a cop. Yeah. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he grabs Every, his gun and starts waving it around. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in this movie is just their Simpsons character counterpart. <laughs> <laughs> like like that's such Nelson Munt stuff. Yeah. The kid with the baseball card is so Bart. Yeah. <laughs> and the drunk is just Barney. Like it's it's just he, this is Stephen King's The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> with a less compelling yeah. score. Um, <laughs> Except so, for in the Hall of the Mountain King, which you can't claim. So <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, one so of the they, things they're in like a t- they're in a tussle, and he's he says something to the effect of "I own this town at one point." And yeah, that's. But he's a boat salesman. 
<laughs> that's what he does in town. Like, that's his deal. I didn't even catch that, yeah. honestly. It was crazy. I feel like I, with a character like that, you don't even need to say what he does. Right. You can just be like, oh, he's very rich. Yeah. And that's enough for me. He's a rich he, jerk. Yeah. Done. It's a coastal town. He controls access to the sea. <laughs> yeah. He's like Poseidon. Come yeah. On, right. That's a pretty good. But the, the deputy calls him uh, Buster. He's like, get your hands off me, Buster. And he flips out. Yeah. Because I guess people tease him and call him Buster Keaton. Is that? I, that's the only thing that What made are you any basing sense. that on? The fact that he's so loud and it's like ironic? Because they never explain it. And what other explanation is, is there? I'm pretty sure it's just a nickname he doesn't like. It, it might be that. I don't know if there is an explanation. I don't know. That, like I, was I don't like, know. There guys. has to be a reason for this, and that was the only thing I could come up with. <laughs> Dad, like, who is Buster Blue? <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah, they're yeah. just like predicting the future of no. uh, you know critically acclaimed entertainment, right? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, I don't think it's Buster Keaton. Really? I really don't. <laughs> I don't know. I think it is that. If what I, I think said, that's kind of a long walk. Yeah, that is a that is a stretch. All right. That's well, really. Oh, oh no! Do you think that because of the thing where he's, he's washing the off? glass, uh, and then he <laughs> leans out, and you find out that there is no glass that he's washing? He's just trying to ogle some ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When when he's hanging off that clock that one time. Oh yeah, when he runs on the train. Yeah, these are all reasons he's called Buster. <laughs> <laughs> hat on a hat on a hat. <laughs> nice. Um. All right. So so the kid starts smearing some shit around. Mm-hmm. Basically getting this whole, like, the ball rolling. Because what ends up happening is everybody everybody wants something from this Needful Things store, Max von Sydow's store, and he just continually just, like, makes everybody pull pranks on a different person in town. Everybody has, like, a little vendetta against somebody else, but that's never the person they're pulling the prank against. Yeah, with the exception of... Or, no. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. So we're. we're I, I was considering murder by hatchet a prank. <laughs> <laughs> That's on me. I have a, a well, pretty sick sense yeah, of humor. You are guys. a real silly Billy. I'm a bit of a Mr. J. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I know. Go fuck yourself. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm contributing to the Patreon as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, um, who else? Are, oh, and then there's the the town drunk, that guy who he's he's just hanging out in the bar. He's some sort of I don't he's some sort of civil servant, but I don't know what he does in town. Um, maybe yeah. he's on the payroll just as the town drunk. <laughs> <laughs> town like this, yeah, right. Yeah, we need one, <laughs> and you're right, bud. Um, but he keeps kicking the. It's playing achy breaky heart, which really, if nothing else dates this movie i think that's that's yeah oh my god to like a month right yeah it's it's very yeah we could really put a beat on that Uh, it should have been friends in low places right right there right something timeless Um, but he, he, he keeps kicking the jukebox cause it's skipping and the bartender keeps throwing him out. And it seems like this is something that happens all the damn time. Yeah. Like he's always, like literally throwing him out down the stairs into mud. Yeah. <laughs> you know how bartenders always hate drunks cause they're a constant source of income. I know, right? <laughs> it's the, it's, it's the weirdest back and forth. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, this guy's he's just drunk. <laughs> he's sitting here. Look at him. Yeah, I him. got him that way. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody overserved this guy. <laughs> oh man. So so while he's actually while that scene's happening, we also see Danforth. Danforth. Uh, it's fun. it's nice to see a character who has the same full first name as me. <laughs> um, uh, Danforth is like, what's he doing? He's like looking through like his ledger of bets or something. Yeah, his gambles. Th- this is more. I don't think this is really explained, but it's it's implied that he's he's embezzling money from the town. Is it implied? Somehow, right. It's. I think it's plainly stated that he's embezzling money. Is it? But yeah, yeah. Oh, um, well, okay. Wait, wait. Yeah, you're right. Because he does say the IRS, something about the IRS calling and like investigating. Yeah. Right. Okay. That, that's that scene where we get the the wide shot of Ed Harris and him shaking hands, and the <laughs> devil laughs with delight. Right. <laughs> Bonnie Bedelia sees that, and she's like, "Well, they must be making deals in there." Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's what a handshake signifies. That's a right. good firm handshake, no less. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah and he's like he's embezzling money because he has a gambling problem right yeah he needs money to bet on the ponies loves it yeah um uh i think that's those that's are it main. oh well and then there are the two priests we get a little <laughs> bit of no one priest and one reverend okay yes my, my apologies a catholic and a uh, protestant protestant right a tale old as time Right, and they <laughs> hate each other. Yeah, they really do. With like, it, it's it's Dublin. In, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> it, it's it's some like you two IRA could shit. write a, an album about totally. these two guys. <laughs> and the Catholic priest is Irish. Is that right? Uh, he is right, slightly yeah. Irish. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, so it's they, clear whose side they were on, <laughs> right? Um, so okay, so that's the. Those are the main town people that we we get. It's a, it's another you town full Castle of town. It's a main town, but it's Castle. It's Rock. Castle Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, it, it's a town full of townies. Should we spend the rest of the show in, in townie, in townie profile? profile? Should, yeah. All right. I think, <laughs> I think right. that's smart. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Just kick back yeah. and wait for. Here it. comes big bad. At what point can we start talking over this? I wonder how much they this? pay for it up to college. Rod, <laughs> booze, baseball. That's just about the finest smell in the world. Except maybe for pussy. That one they still makes me laugh. Outsiders, and they probably won't have a phone there either. Looney, looney, looney. What is it that you want, Ernie? I want some Rango. Last town report said you were in arrears in your taxes, Andy. That's the life. They're not retarded. <laughs> They're disturbed. Guess I'll never be lucky. Hell, I ain't married anyone. Daisy May. Let's make us a baby doggy style. Or do it for money. She's got money. She's young. She does it because she likes it. Photographs of teddy bears. Lying in coffins. <laughs> the sweet children of Gatlin have chained the door. Bingo? It's just like the one I used to have in high school before I was a bum. Welcome to Tony Profile. Is that last one Steve-O from Jackass? <laughs> <laughs> it was the guy, the bum from... Uh, I know. Yeah. From this movie. From this one right yeah, here. I remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Welcome so, to Tony Profile. Where we profile, in this case... The whole town. The whole town. They're all townies. Right. Uh, is the, I guess the drunk is like our insulting townie caricature. He's the most 
towny. He's acutely towny. Yeah. Right. Because he's, he's also the high school bad boy. Right. right. Which from I, a different time. <laughs> yeah, right. He that one scene where he's he gets thrown out of the bar and he's walking home and he sees that uh, Letterman jacket in the window. So he walks in and he's he's shit faced and he's like, "This is." This is this is the same jacket I had in high school, and they they show a clip of him in high school, and he's driving and like drinking from a yeah, flask, drink dr- drunk driving and like bird dogging chicks. Yeah, and he says that was the best hour of the best day of my life. <laughs> like that's, that's that's really sad. Putting a pin in that yeah. moment, right there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Remember that time I was drunk driving. That was the best. That's that's how Billy Ray Cyrus reacts when he hears Aki Breaky Heart." <laughs> <laughs> the popularity of that song. Um, yeah, he's he's a real bummer. I didn't like that they included him. It made me like want to check in with people I went to high school with. <laughs> like, how is everything going? Have you met a charming European man? <laughs> um, don't. Yeah, don't meet him. Don't, don't meet do him. it. Check yeah. his nails. Check his nails. Yeah, so that's another thing is that at first he just seems like a charming European man, and then he's keeping this little book where he's writing down everybody's name. Yeah, and his and his nails keep growing long. Do you? He must have a separate book for say the Holocaust and like Hiroshima, right? <laughs> well, as he's flipping through the book, and every page in there is a different town where he's crossed off all the people. Oh, I know, but there were so many people. That's my point. <laughs> it might need a whole book for yeah. something like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It is. It is. You're right. It is a small book, unless the book is magical in some way. I don't know where he would acquire such a such an item. <laughs> uh, oh, if the devil made a deal with himself, what's uh, no? He has to get it from Jesus. Oh, <laughs> hey Jay, <laughs> he references. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Mister J. Yeah, Mister J. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he does. I think he references Jesus at one point, right? Does Probably. It? No, he does. He says um, that I car- hated that carpenter, the carpenter from Nazareth. <laughs> yeah, uh, he died badly. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. But also, like, uh, also lame to just be like that yeah. carpenter from Nazareth. Right. Oh, <laughs> that old so and so. Don't don't act like he's not your your eternal enemy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't have any other stories like he references nothing else from the last 2000 years. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, he um I don't know, maybe Couldn't an, relive in the glory days, but Yeah. Another Bible story even just something. <laughs> yeah. Regalus. Remember when I I built that that tower of of Babel? That was- <laughs> I was like, "Oh sure, you can all talk to each other." Not. <laughs> I let them <laughs> Those, those nude people have an apple. That was a wacky day. <laughs> um, Just so, terrible bits that the devil could have done in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's never once a snake in this movie. No. Should have been a snake. Should have been a snake more. Yeah. That's my criticism. Oh, yeah, that's there it is on the Rotten Tomatoes page. Should have been a snake more. <laughs> <laughs> Zero stars. Yeah. <laughs> Zero out of five snakes written by a snake. A black mamba. <laughs> oh boy. Um we're off the rails, huh? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I this movie like cause so much of it I don't know. I don't know how to talk about it without just saying like this person did this to this person and then they, they did that to that person. Yeah, the, yeah, it's all set up. Right. It's <laughs> right. It's all set up. And literally no payoff. I mean right. there's a small sure, small riot in the streets. I, yes. Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, so people just start 
fucking with other people in town. Mm-hmm. Um, we do get. Uh, let's talk about the first kill. All right, because yes. we, uh, the turkey lady mm-hmm. and Nettie, the one with the dog, they they finally like have at it. They have at it. Um, somebody Max von Sydow, you know, tricked somebody into killing Nettie's dog. The uh, kid, I believe. No, it's the it's the drunk. Oh, yeah, the drunk. varsity drunk. Right, and the kid is the one who throws apples through Turkey Lady's a window. Whole box right. of apples. Yeah, he a bushel to, of apples. He had to ride a bushel of apples up a hill <laughs> on his bike. Right. <laughs> Strong calves on that young man. Good for him. Um, so he busts all the windows. So they they're base they're set up like they you know they're enemies, and they they come at each other with knives. Oh yeah. Uh. uh What's her name? Not Nettie. The other one has a cleaver. Right. Wilma has a cleaver. Wilma has a cleaver. And Nettie has a butcher's knife. And it is strongly implied that Nettie killed her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So she's killed before and she'll kill again. (laughs) Which which really just adds more to the why would she want to relive her abusive (laughs) marriage, which ended in a murder. Yeah. Or self-defense murder. Sure. But a murder all the same. Right. Uh, So, yeah, they go at it. Uh, it's the, a long fight. It's like a they live length fight. Yeah, I, I did pull right before the fight actually gets going. I did pull this one clip here. You killed my doggy, you bitch. You broke my microwave, you crazy fuck. Uh, not equal. Not equal. Not equal. <laughs> <laughs> you broke my microwave. <laughs> you broke my mic. You skinned my dog. Right. And hung it. And hung it up as like a Halloween prop. <laughs> Like, you, well, you, you haunted houses. Free apples to me in a way I consider inappropriate. <laughs> right. <laughs> you haunted housed me with my dead dog. Ah, uh, uh, man. <laughs> so they they have a long fight, like a long. Right. There's a point where they run out of breath and they have to sit there and like stare at each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ultimately, this fight. Or, I don't know. Are there any choreographed moments from the fight that are worth talking no, about? They, they both get stabbed up a little bit, like before. They, the act, the final blow, but they're like, right, like right before the last thing that happens, they're not doing good. No, like they're both bleeding out pretty bad, and and they're still that mad. Yeah, they don't. One care. of them about a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Although I guess it was ninety three. I guess a microwave was a much bigger deal back then. Is nah, that? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. I was two. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> um. And so, yeah, uh, Nettie buries that cleaver in Wilma's head, mm-hmm. and Wilma, Wilma jabs the butcher's knife into Nettie's chest and, and through her body, right? I, probably. And they both go out the second story window. Yeah. Um, and they just land, and they're dead. And Wilma's husband is just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's... None the wiser to any of the action of this no, movie. No, at one point, he's like outside feeding the turkeys, and at one point, he's like, Wilma, is that you? Yeah, meanwhile... The windows are all busted yeah, out. Meanwhile, the kid has been heaving apples through all of the glass right. in the house for 10 minutes, probably. Right, <laughs> right he had to take a break. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I think those are... That's our first kill. Is Wilma is it and really Nettie. that yeah. late into the movie? Yeah, it's like forty-five minutes or so into the movie. Wow! If you don't count that poor Pooch, oh, R.I.P. Pooch. Yeah, he might make the in memoriam. He no, he was a plot device. He was he was a girl in the refrigerator, <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. All right. Um, he right he need, that dog needed to die. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think we can all agree 
that that sweet dog needed but, to fucking die. <laughs> well, Cujo is also set in Castle Rock, so they have a history of dog problems. Oh, that's true. That's true. Is and uh, Cujo got referenced in what movie was that? The uh, Tommy Knockers. Yeah, is that that's not Castle Rock, is it? No, it's not. It, that's it is Maine, but it's not Castle Rock. Mm. I think it's a different made-up town in Maine. I think. Yes, yeah, for sure. It's for one sure. of his three. <laughs> right. Um, they they exist in the same universe. Yeah, I, for sure, they do. Yeah, yeah. that wasn't a reference to the book Gujo. It's a no, reference to I, the dog. Yeah, I don't the think legendary dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think any of the movies that we've we've done so far exist outside of the same universe. The same universe. Except That's maybe, probably not true. Except oh, maybe the main verse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe Cat's Eye. There's that one part where um, what's the guy's name? The smoking. Uh, oh yeah. Where he's watching the Dead Zone on TV. Yeah, that that throws a <laughs> wrench in things, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not prepared to give up. Yeah, I'll I'll make that work. I'll justify uh, that. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to after this. I'm gonna go back to my bedroom, hang up a few more lengths of red yarn, and <laughs> right. see what I can put together. <laughs> uh, Pet Cemetery also references Cujo. Ooh, does it? Which 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 makes sense. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a natural. Yeah. Oh, they should have buried Cujo in the pet cemetery. In you've got the sequel in the. Oh, it's it was all right there. A mashup sequel. Oh, oh, oh my Col- god! No, pop culture wasn't ready for that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so they're dead now. Mm-hmm. What else do we have going on? There's Bonnie Bedelia. She's got. She's got horrible arthritis. Horrible arthritis. She is in claws. How old do you think she is? Thirty. Five right. to thirty-eight, but I guess we're to assume she's been working in a diner her whole adult life, and uh, I guess that takes number that does a number on one's hands. No, oh. um, uh, I was way off. She was forty-five. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, oh, yeah. That could be arthritis. I buy her story. All right, that's fine. Yeah, but her hands are like gnarled tree roots. Yeah, and Max von Sydow gives her a a lock, an amulet. Yeah, yeah. And which takes away all of the the arthritis, all the pain. She's basically playing the piano when she's yeah. wearing it. But it also uh, makes her super horny for the devil. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that, it that, comes at a price. Yeah, that's big, big devil dick. Yeah, <laughs> that BDD. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is one like she. she <clears throat> excuse me. She rips off the amulet at one point, and her hands become all gnarled yeah. up again. And he. He shows back up at her house, and he's like, here, let me put it back on you. It's fine. And she's wearing, like, a night, I don't know, nightgown, lingerie. Like, yeah. her her boobs are out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and Max von Sydow's just, like, starts kissing her. Yeah. And I was disgusted. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty horrible. Uh, all I could think was, uh, he probably tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> He looks like a smoking man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A man that age in that year. Right. From Germany, no less. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the Europeans love their cigarettes right. more than anyone. No filters or anything. Right. Just going for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's that whole thing's fucked up. I guess that's a pretty good ironic twist is like, I'll make your hands usable, but then you're only going to want to finger yourself <laughs> to me. Gross. Yeah. That's terrible. Uncalled for. Um, and then, uh, we have Dan Forth, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, Who's uh, doing great? He is actually doing pretty good. He he, he bought a 
like a toy racetrack. Yeah, and the devil explains that um, this predicts the outcome of races. All you do is point to a horse and you say its name, and you'll know. Right, and that's it. And that's it. And, and he's doing it in a fear, in like a fever. Right, in his uh, he's, his office. Yeah, I've been to the racetrack quite a bit, and I've never seen anybody actually do that in real life to a real race. Like, be like, come on, come on. Never get like that into like <laughs> wide eyed and like crazy. I don't think <laughs> anyone's ever been that passionate about anything. Right. Because most of the bets you place wind up being like, well, I'm betting that five of these 15 come in and in, in a certain bracket. Like right. no one puts money on a specific horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, have, I have $2 riding on this. <laughs> I don't want to lose too much. Yeah, I stand, I stand to make 20 cents off of this. <laughs> um, so he's he's trying to win back the money. Yeah. Like he's going to be investigated by the IRS. So he's trying to win the money. Yes, he's actually fixing his problem pretty well here. He's he's proactive. This guy. <laughs> well, of, of of all the things that wind up like monkey spawning here, this one is actually fixing all of the problems in his life. Right, doesn't seem to be hurting anybody. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like, yeah. Um, what's his thing that he has to do though? What's his task? Um, oh, doesn't he make the bomb? He does he, well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he that's, plants. A, he bombs a church. <laughs> yeah, just that thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I said he wasn't oh, hurting yeah. anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he, right. So he bombs the church. I don't. <laughs> basically, like, I don't know. What's what are the big like moments here? Like Danforth. Okay, I, I know Danforth. He he, he has, has all of them. He ha- right. He's the one <clears throat> who's like really going for it in this movie. Yeah. Um. You you do get some classic like Ed Harris like screaming scenes, which I do love. That. Oh yeah, he spends the whole last like five minutes of the movie screaming. Right, and and that's and that's the resolution to all this is that Ed Harris just screams no, and <laughs> right. everyone and everyone's like he's right, <laughs> right, yeah. Max Max von Sydow is like, okay, I'm defeated. No one's ever I've never heard no before. <laughs> yeah, nobody's ever Bye. called me on my bullshit. I guess. Yeah. I love that Ed Harris is so pure and virtuous that the yeah. devil can't touch him. Yeah. Stanforth. Uh, uh, oh, okay. So somebody put, puts a bunch of parking tickets in his house, um, <laughs> blaming it on the deputy. Yeah. So psychological warfare. Right. So mm. he's pissed, and he's he goes after the deputy at the police station and crashes into his car, and he he kicks the deputy's ass. Like, that guy does not (laughs) put up one bit of a fight. Yeah, he gives him a good wallop. (laughs) He really does. Um, And then Ed Harris is like, fucking hell. He goes out there and and smacks Danforth around a little bit, handcuffs him to his car, and and still manages to get away. Like, he's still... The Ed Harris is like, all right, deputy, you got this? And he's like, I got it. Sure, he's handcuffed to a car. Right, he's not going anywhere. And as soon as Ed Harris leaves, the guy escapes. Yeah. He, he beats up the deputy a second time for, <laughs> yeah, the second time this in time 10 e- minutes. This time even harder. <laughs> right. Yeah. With one hand literally tied behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, he does. He taunts uh, the deputy real quick. He gives him one of these. Wow. <laughs> so that's what we're dealing with here. <laughs> yeah. And like, and. It'd be one thing if everyone was at his level of energy or yeah. performance, but he is. Everybody else is kind of sleeping. Everyone's yeah, it's a sleepy main town, right? And they're all playing it quaint, right? Except for him screaming. Uh, so then he goes to his house, right? To and, and he's he's honking the horn because uh, like 
trying, telling his wife to come out, and she gets out there and he starts yelling at her. It's not, it's not great stuff. Uh, but he, she hands him a chisel and a hammer, and he gets out of the, gets un, uncuffed from the handle, and starts yelling at his wife and kills her with a hammer. Mm-hmm. That was that was the worst. <laughs> and then he was like very upset that it happened. Yeah, <laughs> he, immediately. Yeah, he calls up Max von Sydow and uh, just starts the conversation like this. I killed my wife. <laughs> Is that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> Max von Sydow's like these things happen. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think he auditioned with that? That's I, pretty powerful. It was. I killed my wife. Oh. Big dumb tears. Uh, yeah, I think he, he's the only one who's having like fun. I think here, maybe Max von Sydow too. He's playing the devil. Yeah, that's a oh, it's the role of a, a lifetime. Right, everyone wants to play the devil. Sure, Pacino, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Tim Curry. That's right. Oh, he played Big Red Devil. Yeah, yeah, a classic devil. That's <laughs> really like a, a Halloween store right devil. Yeah, yeah. Um, Harvey Keitel. Dave Grohl. Let's These keep are going. All <laughs> and you can look this up in your local <laughs> at your, at your local library. Uh, so I don't know what happens next. Let's get to the fucking climax because it's well, all. This is it. This yeah. is the climax. Yeah. Now. This is kind of where it starts. Is with him killing his wife, and then like he goes to the devil's house while someone else is there. Right, and he's freaking out. He's like, "I will talk to you upstairs." <laughs> he does give him one of those. It's while it's while Bonnie Bedelia is there, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. he's like, "This guy have to wait." Right. He, he like Max von Sydow gives him like bad boyfriend arm, where he grabs yeah. like <laughs> the back of his arm. He's like, starts dragging him upstairs, like not in front of everybody. <laughs> um. So then I guess the devil is like, well, you know what you must do is strap a bomb to yourself, or is that his call? Is that Danforth's move? I think I don't know. I think he's not thrilled. Danforth is not thrilled with everybody in town anyway, mm-hmm. and he he wants to die now because he killed his wife. He is right. actually upset about that. Yeah. Um. So I I, don't know, I think it's he went from he used to be so proactive and like the most proactive way to not be upset about your wife's death is to not kill her. That's true. He's really fallen from grace. Yeah. This is Danforth's story. <laughs> I it, I think it kind of is. Because becomes it yeah yeah um and then okay so the final scene like the last 20 minutes of the movie it's set in like the town square basically mm. and everybody in town is losing their shit yeah like just fighting in the streets <laughs> uh and but it's funny because it's not like a lot of people right it, again, <laughs> it's maybe it, like it's, 20 to 30 people yeah that like that <laughs> up until that point there were only about 10 characters that we were dealing with. I'm like, I was like, where is everybody else in town? Is this it? <laughs> yeah, I, I love the idea that everyone's just at home and then right. they're like, hey, there's a big fight in the street. <laughs> right. You want to go? Yeah. Have you been to that antique shop? No, I, I haven't been to the antique shop. <laughs> the what, are what, talking, what are you talking yeah. about? I work in a mill. Yeah. Just off. a general mill. I w- it doesn't even Read matter what kind. my fucking lips. You need to check out this antique <laughs> shop. <laughs> it's run by the devil. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I like the idea of like somebody like that walking in and being like, "Hey, I like that jacket. How much for it?" And he's like, "Well, you could do me a favor. Well, I'd rather just give yeah. you money." Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you, some kind of sex creep? No, yeah, like, just I uh, yeah, I just I just pay for it. What, what about like, cold hard I, American cash, Mister Devil? Yeah. 
I, I do this favor thing every day. I call it a job. And in exchange for that, <laughs> yeah. see, we moved away from the system when we left being a hunter-gatherer society. <laughs> do I need to explain agriculture? Yeah. Like, you should know all this. You're literally immortal. Right. You saw it all go down <laughs> yeah. in real time. <laughs> yeah, I work all week, man. I'm not running your yeah. errands yeah. for you. No. I, barely, I have two kids. I barely have time to de- do my own yeah. shit. Um, I like the idea of the devil... Uh, turning it like that is the angle of the stories the devil runs this place come check it out right sort of like a dick's last resort (laughs) a restaurant where they're mean to you yeah yeah that's right yeah um you should see this guy like you try stuff on and he like negs you but it's extra funny (laughs) it's great you can have that jacket for a price and then you leave with one of those big paper hats on your head that says something (laughs) rude about you um so everybody's fighting. At, also, at this point, Ed Harris has... I think he was poking around in uh, the Needful Things store, and he goes down in the basement, and oh, right, Max, yeah. Max von Sydow has a pile of newspapers. Since the invention of the printing press. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's basically like every major horrific thing in the past like 150 years or so, give mm-hmm. or take. Um, with the implication that he drives this around with him in his... like black car that he moved to town with with everything else yeah yeah uh even the devil needs a u-haul right it's the holocaust it's the jfk assassination it's uh the bay of pigs in cuba like it's all of these things in history and right right, like sympathy for the devil we're supposed to be like oh he's responsible for all of this shit why is he why is he in this sleepy maiden town just breaking everybody's balls like (laughs) literally smearing shit on sheets if you if like he's going by kills like he's only got two right and three after danny does his move right well yeah that's true yeah so yeah this is super low stakes for Mm -hmm. him this This, it's like uh, i don't know he's slumming it he's he's not He's, it's not a full meal for him, <laughs> you know. It's a right. little it's snack only, on the way to it's the, only big, enough, the main course. It's only enough to make his nails gross and brown his teeth. Right. <laughs> in retrospect, oh. and what we couldn't know in '93 is that he had to do all this stuff in a sleepy main town to set up 9/11. That's right. Was, the, well, yeah. the elements were all there. Stephen King knew and didn't tell anybody. Yeah, <laughs> I misspoke when I said this was the prequel to Stranger Things. It's actually the prequel to 9/11, <laughs> the real oh event. My God. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Good podcast, guys. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm looking forward to editing this and having it be 15 minutes long. <laughs> we'll just keep all your stuff and cut me out completely. <laughs> uh, so so the priests are, are getting into a fight. The priest and the reverend are getting into it. And the one guy is about to cut the other one in half with an axe. <laughs> and then Harris is like, he's got a gun pulled on. And he's, he's like, like don't, Hey, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. do that. I'm going to have to shoot you. And I don't want to. Um, and he, and he, he loses it. He just starts firing up into the air and he's, and that's when he gives his big, long, don't do it speech. Right. <laughs> like his, no, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's evil. Yeah. He empties, empties a magazine yeah. into the sky and that gets everyone's attention. Right. Uh, meanwhile, Danforth is training a sniper rifle on him right. from his house. <laughs> yeah, the whole time. And yeah. not taking the shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and do you get that from the devil? I know the devil gave someone a shotgun. He gave the drunk a shotgun. Yeah. And that's an, that they don't have like a big climactic scene or anything. The drunk goes into the bar where he's been kicked out a million times. And 
they the bartender and him face off shotguns on each other yeah, and, and just blow they, each other they away. kill each other been good if he just shot the uh the jukebox yeah yeah, yeah. that would have been nice that would have been nice uh so yeah everyone's screaming at harris then he gives like this whole big like doctor who speech about how humans <laughs> are actually good <laughs> yeah how max on side out is evil mm-hmm. pure it's uh, like yeah it's like don't you see you people with like disconnected storylines how he's doing this to all of you right no <laughs> uh yeah and he, he even makes like what did he make you do cindy She's like, I, he made me steal Treasure Island from that guy. Yeah, that one weird guy. <laughs> yeah, who was, who was really pissed about it. Yeah. It was, was first edition, bro. We, also, we, all of like <laughs> all of these things that are like, it, it, he'll be like signed by, uh, what's his name? Who wrote Mickey, that book? Oh. Uh, Robert Louis Stevenson? Thank you. Yes, yeah. yeah. Signed by Robert Louis Stevenson and inscribed to you. Yeah. Why is no one like... Hold the fuck on. <laughs> Wait a you, minute. You did that yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that is the not real. Braden didn't exist back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do they have dear Braden? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the director of this, um, a couple years earlier, directed a TV movie of Treasure Island. Oh. Fantastic. Yeah. That's synergy. Yeah. That's smart. So he's like, I'm just gonna drop this in for my fans. Yeah, you know? it's like so. Why are you? Yeah, why are you qualified to for my people? This? Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, it's like how uh, Quentin Tarantino is like Apple cigarettes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has Treasure Island, the book Treasure Island. Uh, <laughs> um, and then so Max von Sydow gives his little. He's like, you got you people are pathetic. Negging. Uh, he's, yeah, he's negging. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when Danforth drives up, bomb strapped to his chest. He's about to blow up the whole town, I guess. Everybody's in this little square, so he's gonna kill everybody. That's that's the plan. And Max von Sydow keeps egging him on to do it. And he Danforth gets pissed at him. He's, he finally snaps and he's like he he says, "Shut up, you cocksucker!" <laughs> to yeah. Max von Sydow. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good way to go out. Yeah, you call the devil a cocksucker <laughs> and then blow him up for a second. Yeah, for, right for for a for second. A second. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's what he does. He he tackles the uh, Max von Sydow through the window, hits the button, blows up needful things with both of them in it. And they're sort of Ed Harris and uh, the deputy. They're sort of like walking through the rubble a little bit, and Max on side out, un unscathed, yeah. just like looking sharp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he just like walks out of the fire, basically, and onto his next small town to do not much damage. Yeah, he well, that's, he's like, all right, you guys win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, you beat the devil. Right, don't. <laughs> fucking tell anybody right uh, uh, but he also gives ed harris like a little he's like you and uh you and bonnie bedelia you guys are gonna get married you're gonna have you'll have a beautiful life tell your grandson uh i said hello his name is bob he's gonna be an international businessman right and i'm Ooh, really s- sticking it to international businessmen he said i'm gonna see him in 2053 or yeah. something like that um we're going to make headlines. Oh, and in 2053, when we're just about done with this podcast, we can uh, talk <laughs> about that. That'll be fun. 
Uh, and now I can't unhear that this is definitely the worst Doctor Who speech. You're absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's just I like the reason I stopped watching Doctor Who because I felt it was too pro-human. <laughs> but it is it's just like a lot necessarily so right it's a it's a bit like nationalistic almost for humanity uh it's it that's really what it is it's just like don't you see you're all decent people yeah which is a great thing to, yeah which is a great thing to say to people who are like beating each other up in the streets and like smashing car windows yeah. they're all like i never really thought of it that way you yeah. had a brexit yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's that's it. Yeah, and then he Max von Sydow gets in his car and just drives away. Mm. And everybody, in the devil like, has to what? drive. Yeah. <laughs> in the book, the uh, the the car uh, flies off into the night with like uh, wings. Does it really? Yeah. Oh, th- that would have been cooler. He greases say. his way out of town. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a devil bat car. That's oh, that's pretty. Which is also the ending of Greece. So yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Determine how evil it is. <laughs> <laughs> how evil Greece is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see that awful fan theory about Greece? What is yes, it? Yes, that what Sandy if... was dead the entire time. Yeah, that's always Wait, the what? fan theory is just like, what if they were actually dead the whole time? What is the theory? I hate fan theories. It's just that she was dead the whole time. I don't, I don't, that's it. What and, what? and Danny's still sees her? I don't care. Or it, I don't care. Is it like a Tyler Durden thing? I, 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 save it for our Grease podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all greased up. Yeah, all greased up. <laughs> My God. Imagine or, or if Grease we, me up. <laughs> Can we just watch Grease once a week and then come back every time with different observations? Yes. yes. Yeah. Different fan theories about which one character is dead. <laughs> it's Kanicki. <laughs> Here, here's the thing: What if everyone was dead except for Grease Lightning, the car, <laughs> or or the uh, the the lady auto mechanic who helps them fix it? Uh, this is her story. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Stupid. I hate fan theories. Yeah. I hate them. Uh, but yeah, that's it. So yeah, this so this ties up all of the Castle Rock. Oh, we forgot to get mad like... when Brock mentioned the book, but that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, fine. That's fine. <laughs> In fact, maybe we like books now? No. <laughs> no. They can't be worse than this. <laughs> uh, so and that, that's the movie. That's, that's it. it. You, let's, should we talk about uh, what hurt our parts? Let's get into our segments. Oh, that hurts my parts. This is Oh, That Hurts My Parts, where we talk about our least favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. Hey, Brock. Mm-hmm. What hurts your parts? Oh, boy. Uh... B- <laughs> <laughs> I, we can come I, back to you. I, 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 I think it has to go to uh, uh, trying to talk the kid down from shooting himself. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was tough. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Rob, what hurt your parts? Kid actors are are, uh, yeah. are mostly bad. They're my go. <laughs> they when, didn't start making them good until like two thousand and four or something. Yeah. When when Dakota Fanning burst on the scene. Right. Yeah. 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 We were all thinking Fanning, right? Just yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And we'll get more into that on our podcast, thinking Fanning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fanning the flame. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, I was going with a fan or darkly. Oh, oh wow. that's good too. Yeah, oh like man! That. All right, <laughs> this is your show now. You just won it. <laughs> <laughs> Lay my golden fiddle down at your feet. <laughs> oh, now you're the devil. I'm the devil now. Huh. <laughs> All right. Look at my brown, brown teeth. 
Um, what hurt my parts? It, it's either when the dog dies. Oh. That was so sad. Yeah. Or when Danforth kills his wife. Because she is nothing but sweet. And she's, like, completely innocent yeah. here. Yeah, she's, she's the in memoriam section. Yeah. She's the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's the only innocent who died in this movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, and maybe everyone who might have died during that riot. Maybe. Who got hit with house shrapnel when the building <laughs> blew up. I, I, I just assumed everybody was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody got hurt in that. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I Kid actors hurt my parts always. Yeah, when there's, always. Yeah. I guess that, oh. that sex business with the devil was pretty upsetting but yeah. well that that's typical Stephen King movie I'd like to add in the part where she goes on the ship and there's just money everywhere money in windowed ele- uh, envelopes <laughs> right and it's and it's it, every time I see that scene I think of that thing in minority report where they're like you know what we call this an orgy of evidence uh, yeah. <laughs> we see it never another like, this doesn't uh, happen <laughs> von Sydow joint is he in that yeah hmm yeah, he's in charge of those precogs. Got to keep an eye on them precogs. Uh, Dan, so the weird. sex stuff, the weird sex stuff? Uh, it's so weird because I don't want to be like, yeah, let's take for granted that that's the worst thing in the movie. Well, no, it's... But let's because yeah. it happens every <laughs> fucking episode. It, it really does. We, there was like one where it didn't. And yeah, I can't... It was really a breath of fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that notwithstanding, yeah. uh, I think Ed Harris's... Uh, Humans are good speech. Okay. Yeah. I, Again, I am the devil, yeah. so I'm not into that kind of talk. <laughs> I, I fucking, I'm such an Ed Harris fan. I don't know why. You are a bit of an Ed Harris fan. Boy. Yeah, I'm yeah. a, I'm a real Ed head. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, like one of my favorite movies of all time is The Abyss. It's so silly, but I, yeah, boy, <laughs> I, I fucking love it. And Ed Harris has that thing, like the scream, like when he yells, he, he like the spit is flying yeah. and everything. He's, he's just, he's like, uh, he's the adult, uh, what's his name? Oh, fuck me. <laughs> wow. Who, uh, Ed Furlong. Eddie Furlong. Yeah. He's, sure. an, he's another, yeah, he's screamer. another scream guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't worth saying and I'm glad I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. You know, who's great in movie Ed's. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and the all TV ads, show Ed. Oh, forget it. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's uh, shining let's, moments. Shining moments. Daddy! We're gonna say you know our favorite part. It goes yeah. without saying. What, uh, Brock? What was your favorite part? Touching magical ponies is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, delicate. It's, it's hard to beat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one finger on the pony always. <laughs> he, and and it's. Just to bring it back to the trailer thing again, like he he seems like him and 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 von Sydow like are the only ones having any fun in this movie, yeah. which was supposed to be fun, right? <laughs> well, they I don't know. This is swing for the fences, guys. Always You're swing for the, the fences. Devil and a magic pony lunatic, <laughs> right? <laughs> Everyone else though. Everyone else doesn't have like enough of a, a game to really exploit. Like arthritis is not fun. Right. Right? Yeah, like yeah. you that's... can't swing for the fences with arthritis. <laughs> you really can't. They... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do more 9-11 material? They, hey, this time it was Rob. So <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. I I don't know. Nettie and Wilma, I feel like they could have 
maybe cranked it up a little bit. That's true. Nettie, I feel like Amanda Plummer's always cranked up in her understated way. I thought she was, was she playing like, um, I don't know, mentally handicapped or something? I don't think so. I think that's just like that's the just, way she comes off. Cause it's like, that's the choice she made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what her deal is. All right. Yeah. But you think Wilma could have gone bigger? I think, it, yeah, I, I think I, she, I, I had the question in the exact same tone. <laughs> I, I, I've seen her, that same actress in like, um, in like John Candy movies. Like uh-huh. she's in, um, Harry Crumb and I think she's in that nothing but trouble too. Oh, I which hope is, so. That's a truly awful movie. Who is she in that? Do you think? She's one of the judges bailiffs, I think. Oh, that could be. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, if you're looking for a movie that. That, that this movie could have learned from it actually is <laughs> nothing but trouble. Yeah. And yeah, again, yeah. we'll get into that more on our yeah. Nothing But Trouble podcast. Nothing but nothing but trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this movie was missing two giant babies. <laughs> <laughs> Just greased up oh, God. sex monsters. And the bone stripper. <laughs> right. And a coked out Baldwin. Oh, my God. Um,. <laughs> <laughs> uh no i my i don't know my favorite part i really even though i don't know i, I dug max von sidow in this i thought i just like to hear yeah daddy yeah i thought it went when he's like dude, like really being the devil like when he pulls the shotgun out from under <laughs> yeah. the table yeah he's just like oh why don't you take care of him with it <gasps> oh what's that yeah what do i got here he's, he's doing like <laughs> Uh, close-up magic like the <laughs> yeah. whole time. <laughs> He's a real mind freak. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought and it says "Dear Michael" right here on the shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then the guy Danforth, he was I, his character was just really. He was great. He was great. He was really, really great. Who's that actor? Who? J.T. Walsh. What's he? What else has he done? Uh, he was in Pleasantville. He's uh, he actually he's uh, passed away in now ninety eight. That's too bad. Yeah. Probably from. Does he scream From a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a real balls to the wall sort of yeah. guy. His head <laughs> actually exploded. <laughs> and Pleasantville does end with him screaming so hard that color is restored to the world. So. Right. That's yeah. He right. He's black in black and white, and he yells so loud that he changes into color. <laughs> and that was all practical. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. My shining moment. Yes. This is tough. I know. It, you know, I want to say J.T. Walsh, but I also want to be contrarian. Sure. So. <laughs> sure. Um, ah, fuck it. Maybe it's him. Maybe it's just him. Or uh, that or the uh, the drawn out uh, They Live style fight between okay. Plummer and uh, <laughs> Wilma. Plummer and Wilma? Plummer and Wilma. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I came here to do two things. I'm all out of jukeboxes. <laughs> I'm all out of Granny Smith apples. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, Is that where are we? Town, uh, we got to no. close up the town. Ta- oh, wait, no, that's we'll go out on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so, let's do um, King Tropes. Oh. In the book I'm working on now, there's a spooky monster. It's King Tropes. What have we seen before that we see here in Needful Things? Castle Rock. I'm sure. Um, antique stores uh, owned by creeps just moving into town. That was another thing. That's right. That was Salem's Lot. Lot. Yeah. yeah. What a weird thing to recycle. Right? So specific. <laughs> Bonnie Bedelia and this antique thing. <laughs> no, Bonnie Bedelia. Throw that on the <laughs> yeah. list. 
She's a trope now. <laughs> yeah. Bedelia, you got tropes. Yeah. Ed Harris was actually uh, a King alumni also. He was in uh, Creepshow. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, he was in... Um, the Father's the, Day. The cake story. The cake one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That um, spooky cake one. He's the one who like digs the grave up, right? Or something? No, or he, he gets, gets crushed. The, he gets crushed. Right, yeah. He also dances it up. It's it's a Harris with hair. Yeah. <laughs> so, there's a temptation. Don't do it. No, I'm not going to. Don't do it, man. Yeah. We, can all, we all hear yeah. it. <laughs> Back away from mm-hmm, the ledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Are there any others? I don't... This didn't seem too tropey. Mm, I don't... I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed... Yeah, I think that was... Besides the obvious, like, main sort of... Yeah, shockingly, uh, he doesn't uh, use the devil that often. At least not not, not at this point. Yeah, that's true. He yeah, doesn't. He's not a devil guy. He's, yeah. more, he's more a spooky he, monster guy. He likes those spooky monsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and which brings us to IMDb. IMDb. Uh, it's, uh, we're going to compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score on imdb.com. Uh, 16,687 votes for this one gives us a score of 6.2 out of 10. What do we think? Uh, Brock, what would you rate this movie? <laughs> it, uh, it always feels like an eight in my head. So that's <laughs> probably right. <laughs> well, yeah, you have, you're such watching like the a, trailer. You, yeah. <laughs> you have such a personal connection to this. Like your sixth grade teacher gave you a copy of the first edition of the book. Yeah. On a download deal that he knew went against my parents' wishes. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <there's... laughs> and you only had to kill that one dog, yeah. right? <laughs> well, <laughs> to that be that fair, it was a dog things. skinning class. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're the one who took it. <laughs> My parents signed me up for it. I yeah. need something to do. Oh man. Um stupid gender norms making all the boys take dog skinning classes whether they want to or not. Right. And yeah. all the women take take apple throwing classes. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to say cat skinning classes since all nope. dogs are boys and all cats are girls. <laughs> um Rob, what do you think about 6.2 out of 10? I think it's pretty pretty close. I was going to give it like six and a half. Um, yeah? You yeah. you go higher? Well, in my head, like that's what I was like. That's where I was putting it. Okay. But like 6.2, that's probably about right. Yeah. 6.2 filthy fingernails? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> too high? I think so. For really? me. For me. It's okay. too high. All right. Uh, like a five and a half. Oh, wow. Maybe a six. Okay. Damn for the trailer really. is a nine. Yeah, it's a Maybe solid a trailer. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and since this is really just like an extension of the trailer, then maybe I should give it a nine. You know what? I'm going to give it a nine. <laughs> I've really turned a corner on needful things. Yeah. Oh, we didn't do where was Slimer, but don't know. Do, do you want to do it? Yeah, real quick. All right. Uh, the green ghost Slimer from the movie Ghostbusters when it's not in this movie. And that's it. <laughs> And that was where it was Slimer. Uh, and with that said, I think uh, I think we're at the end of the show. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Brock, That's... thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank oh, you. Thank you guys so much. Is there is there anything you'd like to plug at this time? Uh, I got uh, three albums up on iTunes uh, that are stand-up. Uh, I do a bunch of writing. You can follow me on Twitter, at Brock Wilbur. You can find most of my stuff. Uh, donate to the Patreon for this podcast. Yeah. Ah, Get me back you. on. 
<laughs> yeah, we can't we can't afford Brock again until you guys <laughs> donate. So, yeah, cool. Uh, and for us, you follow us on Twitter at KingMePod. You can uh, follow us on Facebook too. We're probably more active on Facebook. Yeah, we, we and interactive. Yeah, we'll, if you message us and stuff, we'll we'll deal we'll, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you can email us at KingMePod at gmail Yep. Once again, rate and review us on iTunes. Do it in character as Stephen King, and we'll happily read it on the show. And uh, donate to us on Patreon. Yeah, it's the Red Door Podcasts on Patreon. Right. Red Door is the overall. That's this show and the introducing yeah. the first appearance podcast. Right. So there's actually there's a link for it on our Facebook page. So uh, if you if you want, throw us a few clams. Yeah, and we'll we'll give you a shout out on the uh, on the show. Yeah. And until next week, Brock, will you join us in saying Stephen King's name in a long drawn out voice? Yes, please. I'm I'm Robbie. Oh, I'm I'm Dan <laughs> Gagliardi. Oh, all right. Yeah. Stephen King. King. Under the out of a window.